0: Use the link in my Instagram bio on Instagram. It's at Dr. Morgan Coaching DR. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self-worth and great relationships. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. This is a short but powerful episode. I like to do these, the kind of episode where even if you're on a 10-minute commute, you can tune into this and I know it's going to make a difference. So before I dive in, I just have to say I wrapped up doing the Empowered, Secure, Loved live retreat in Bozeman and it was incredible. All of the women who attended, they know what I'm talking about. The community, the transformation, the collective learning that we did together, the healing, it just fed my soul. So anyways, I'm just really excited to continue to serve you all and serve this community. And we're going to kick it off here with this episode. So one of the things that always shocks people when they start to really do deep work and they're doing their healing is dot 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 their unconscious beliefs so if you're new to personal development maybe you're just kind of getting your feet wet in this world or maybe you're actually just wanting to heal and maybe you haven't even thought about personal development wherever you are on your journey Eventually, as you're doing the healing, you're doing the work, you run into this concept of unconscious beliefs. And what we realize is that we all have these unconscious beliefs that were developed as early as some people would even say before we're born. But as soon as you're born, you start having these experiences with the world, you start learning And you develop these beliefs about yourself, beliefs about the world, and beliefs about relationships. And the beliefs about relationships piece is what fascinates me, obviously. And that's what I wanted to focus on today in this episode. So think about this. You're in... A relationship obviously with your primary caregivers. And early on in your life, you must depend on your caregivers for survival. You depend on them for food, for shelter, for emotional needs. I often will joke with my clients and say, you know, you can't be like a five-year-old and say, well, mom and dad, I really think we should communicate in a healthy and assertive way. That's not how it works. You are depending on this relationship with your caregivers. And what happens is there's beliefs that are developed. There's models of being, ways of being that are internalized. And there's a lot of things that you're not able to question that you simply integrate into your own belief system and into your own ways of being out of pure survival, right? Growing up, it's pure survival. We can't just pack our bags at age seven and move out. You are dependent upon your caregivers for your basic needs which means in order to survive, you must learn to exist in a way that maintains a relationship with your caregivers. And obviously what happens is so many of us develop beliefs, develop ways of being that don't serve us in our adult lives. And we're taking these same Learned experiences, these ways of being, and we're applying them in our adult relationships, and they're no longer serving us. In my book that will be coming out, I will make an official announcement, but just so y'all know, there is a book coming out. Um, I have a whole chapter on beliefs, and I talk about how imagine. Breaking your arm at a young age, like you're six years old, you break your arm, you put your arm in a cast, and you have this cast, and maybe your friends sign it, and the cast is what you need in order to get through that time in your life. Imagine leaving the cast on for the rest of your life. You never took the cast off. That is a way to understand what happens with our belief systems. So there's things that are painful, and then you learn a certain belief in order to cope with it. You have a way of being. And then once you're in a different environment, or let's say you've healed, or there's opportunity for you to be a certain way, you're leaving that belief in your mind. And it's like the cast that never got taken off. So for some of you, that metaphor might be helpful in just realizing, hey, at one point, it did serve you. At one point, you needed that belief. It was helpful. It carried you throughout your life. But you no longer need it. You can take the cast off. You can let go of the beliefs. And this is one part of the work that I highly value. And one significant piece of the Empowered Secure Love Program obviously is belief work because I know it's completely life-changing and it was a huge, huge impact on me in my own, my own healing. So belief work is so huge. So let's talk about some common beliefs about relationships that are not serving you. Let's see if you can identify with any of these. All of these that I'm going to mention are ones that I myself experienced, or maybe ones that I know that clients have experienced. But let's dive into it. See if you relate to any of these unhelpful relationship beliefs. The first one is I have to earn people's love. So I have to be good enough, I have to give. I have to love them so much. And that's the only way they're going to love me is if I show them how much I love them, right? Like believing you have to earn someone's love. This oftentimes gets ingrained when as a child, oh, by the way, sorry, I just hit my microphone with my nail. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't hear that. But anyways, so this will get ingrained if as a child, the only time you got attention or the only time you got love was when you were achieving. So let's say you had a great soccer game or you got really good grades, then you probably internalize the belief that in order to be loved, in order to not be abandoned, in order to get attention, I have to achieve, I have to perform. This is so common, right? Because a lot of caregivers struggle to express love struggle to express their emotions to be able to say i love you you are doing amazing and to do it in a way that it's not connected to achievement there's there's so many caregivers that struggle to do that right so anyways that's the first belief that i have to earn love i have to achieve do and be good enough in order to be loved another second unhelpful relationship belief is that I will always be abandoned. So there's so many different ways that this belief can become ingrained. And perhaps you did experience abandonment, whether through loss, it can be even death of a parent or actual abandonment. But believing that all relationships end that way, where I will be left, right? Such an unhelpful belief because obviously that is likely to activate a dysregulated attachment system. So anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, disorganized, any of those styles are likely to develop out of that belief as a way to cope, the third unhelpful relationship belief let's just talk about it this one this one is so common and i'm i'm going to speak to both my male and female audience hello i know we have some guys that tune in i appreciate you and obviously what we talk about here is absolutely applicable to your experience as well so this third belief is uh it's either like, I hate I hate dating, I hate all men, or I hate all women, making a generalization about relationships or about the opposite sex that does not serve you. So it could be, oh my gosh, all women want is a provider, they don't care about me, or all women care about is looks or money. Or for women, it could be like all men want is sex. So making these sweeping statements and applying it to the entire population, right? And obviously, um, if you identify as bisexual, then you'd be just kind of like speaking about the dating world in general, right? Or people in general, and you might say something like, no one wants to commit any time that we are showing up with a belief that is so black and white, that's all or nothing, we realize that that's an unhelpful belief. If I am walking around and I'm saying, I hate men, and here's the thing. For so many of you, that's completely unconscious. That's how it was for me. I can remember the moment I realized this was happening. And yes, it was during some of my earlier deep work. And I remember I was on a break. I was at my therapy office in San Diego and I was in the parking lot and I was sitting there with my journal. And I was kind of wondering like, why am I continuing to attract emotionally unavailable partners? And at this point, I was so committed to understanding relationships. I was researching attachment theory. I was doing all the things, but I'm sitting there journaling, finally opening up to my own deep work. And I began to realize I have all these unconscious beliefs about men only want me for my body. Um, Men are not emotionally available. No man wants to commit. Kind of man I want to be with doesn't want to be with me. Um, I had all of these unhelpful beliefs about relationships and about men in particular. And what I started to realize is I was very uncomfortable with emotionally available men, men who had a lot of love to give, men who wanted to invest in me. I started to realize. I had been dating people that matched up with my belief system about relationships. That's what I was attracted to is people who matched up with my belief system, which is men are emotionally unavailable. Um, You are going to have to play hard to get. How many of you have that belief, right? Like I have to play hard to get in order to be loved. I can't be too much, quote unquote. So... I really I know that I'm going on a tangent on this third one but I want you to think about have you made any generalizations about the dating experience and about um the people that you are wanting to date because you have to realize that if you're taking your past experiences and you're projecting that onto your current and onto your to your current reality and onto your future reality, you are shutting yourself off from a great relationship. You're it's like having blinders on. Have y'all seen? I'm, I'm sure you have like the horses, they have the blinders on, they can only see a limited field of vision. Your belief system is like a blinder. You are seeing in your reality what matches up with your inner belief system. So when you think about that, what are your beliefs? The da- is it about the dating apps, et cetera? All right, let's move on. So, number four, an unhelpful relationship belief. Um, for the fourth one, I wanted to touch on beliefs about yourself, because this is so common too. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they're holding this unconsciously. So the fourth one I wanted to point out is like, I am. Bad at relationships, or I am not a good partner, or I can never make a relationship work. So, essentially, being very self critical and negative towards yourself about your own capacity to be a good partner. Think about this if I have beliefs that I'm not a good partner, am I going to engage? With high-quality partners, am I going to show up in my dating life the way that I need to? So I really want to encourage you to ask yourself, what, what are my beliefs about myself as a partner? And I love the word partner for a lot of reasons. I think it's very um, helpful in many ways. But one of the reasons I love the word partner is it talks about interdependence in my mind. When we're in a true partnership, we're acknowledging that this is a decision to partner and I don't become someone's um, other half, right? Like this is just a partnership and we co-create a connection. So I love that word partner, but you may Think about whatever word fits you best. Maybe it's girlfriend, significant other, um, wife, et cetera, whatever. Our unconscious is interesting. It's like it can be different for each one of us. <laughs> whatever words are there for you, right? But if we want to look at the healthy beliefs about this, we, we would want you to realize I am a high value partner. I have so much love to give. I can communicate well, I am emotionally available, I can show up, I desire to build a healthy, great relationship, right? Like, you have to realize that if you are going to show up at your highest and best level in your dating life, you need to have the beliefs about yourself as a partner to support that. I think this is enough of a dive into the unconscious. I hope this was helpful. Maybe there's some beliefs that I talked about that you're realizing you had and you didn't even know they were there. So if that's the case, make sure you do some journaling on that. Obviously, when working through this, the first part is just becoming aware that those beliefs are present. And then what you want to do is come up with empowering beliefs, beliefs that are based in reality instead of based on the pain from your childhood, right? Like, remember we talked about let go of the cast. Don't hold on to things that are no longer serving you. All right. I hope you got some value out of this episode. You know, I'm always rooting for you. I'm always, always, always wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Before I go real quick, just so you know, I keep this show free of ads, free of um, commercials, if you will, and it's not free to produce. So I want you to have the best listening experience possible. And one of the things you can do to to help me is leave a review so if you haven't done it yet please just leave a review on apple podcast and i do read them i'd love to hear from you and of course you can share the show if you have a friend you have a friend that's dating that's going through it or someone who's going through a divorce or they're on their healing journey make sure you share some episodes that you know would be helpful All right, y'all. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being a big part of this community. And I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you.